You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Anthony Kastrovitz, and this is our latest look at the Detroit Tigers. I'm joined by Jason Beck. And, Beck, since we last spoke, uh, it's just heartbreaking news out of Tigers' uh, organization with Mike Illich's passing at the age of 87. You know, this guy was kind of everything you want a, a sports owner to be, just as far as caring as much as the fans did and, you know, really, uh, you know, money doesn't rule everything in sports, but to go after it the way he did um, over the last decade plus uh, to, to really chase that World Series title that, that proved elusive for him, you know, he outspent, uh, I'm sure, revenue resources in that market many times over. And then really as recently as last winter, you know, really went for it one more time with, with two uh, nine-figure contracts, Jordan Zimmerman and, and Justin Upton. Um, just a guy who, whose passion to win that World Series was strong and, and really just his passion for the city of Detroit coming up the way he did and, and building a pizza empire and, and really helping to rejuvenate downtown and uh, bringing four Stanley Cups uh, to, to Detroit uh, via the Red Wings. Um, and, and, of course, uh, his work with the baseball club. Just a very special man, very special, uh, you know, pillar in the baseball community. Yeah, yeah, you know, I think your column from last week really sums it up really well. You, know, you look at his upbringing, son of Macedonian immigrants, you know, former minor league ball player. You know, Jim Leland was, was talking uh, the other day about how Illich uh, was hanging out in his office one time, you know, paid an unexpected visit. And there he was talking with uh, Jim and, and with some of the coaches about how at one point early in his life after his baseball career was done, he was selling aluminum cider. <laughs> you know, and I think that was before the, the pizza business really uh, you know, got off the ground. And, and you look at where he came from and how far he came and then what he did when he got to the top. I and mean, what an incredible life. And, you know, it's, it's definitely you – know, you have to mourn because it's just, you know, given how much he means. But then you know, it's you, you kind of want to take. I've kind of always wanted to take a, a look, in some cases where where you want to celebrate a life, and when you look at the scope of how far he ventured over the course of his lifetime, over the course of, of eighty-seven years, you, you want to celebrate that life because just, man, what what incredible things he did from where he started to where he finished. Yeah. And that once he got big, he didn't forget where he came from and he didn't forget where he was from. And it's just incredible to think of what he's going to mean to the Detroit legacy and just you know how that legacy is going to stand the test of time. It's, it's just not only his teams go on, but it's the city grows and his, his downtown keeps on taking this path under, you know, the get the guys who come after him. But it was Dan Gilbert and and uh, you know, Tom Gore is now taking a a big interest downtown and just it's when you combine the civic contributions with the contributions in the sports room, just it's amazing. It really is. I, I don't know if we're gonna see anybody like that. Uh, you know, certainly in Detroit. Um, you know Really, you know, maybe in, in in the years to come. Although, you know, Dan Gilbert is, is certainly trying. But it's just yeah. what he did, and, and you see people trying to to pick up where he left off. It's, it's amazing. And uh, the the family of Mike Ellis will hold a public visitation uh, from noon to 8 p.m. at Fox Theater's Grand Lobby on Wednesday. 
uh, for those listening to this in Detroit who'd like to pay their respects. But yeah, just a just a special person in that community for sure. And uh, I know, you know, Jim Leland has made some remarks to this effect in, in the days since Illich's passing, and uh, I'm sure some Tiger players as well. Just the, uh, the frustration of, of not having been able to win that big one uh, for Mr. Illich. They of course got to the World Series in 2006 and 2012, and, and came up empty both times. Yeah, you know, it, um, I was talking with Alex Avila today, uh, pitchers and catchers report, this is uh, Monday. And, uh, you know, he said that, uh, you know, that was something that is kind of uh, stinging in, in the clubhouse, even, you know, right now before the workouts begin. Is that, you know, for, for guys who are here a while, and I know, you know, Alex wasn't here last year, but he was around since 2009 until uh, 2015, was with the White Sox last year, but still was close to a lot of the players came back he said you know this was you have to remember this was the the driving goal for this franchise for for over a decade and they knew time was was running short just you know with with uh with Ilch's health and with his age and to not be able to get it done i think leaves a little bit of an empty feeling and uh there's talk you know especially with uh, you know talk with james mccann that you know they couldn't get it done for him to be able to see it, you wonder if this is going to be kind of a driving force to, to try to get something done in his memory, you know, given this one last run that, that they have with the teams that's currently constructed to see what they can do. And if, if they couldn't get it done in time for him to see it, that it would be a, a great way to honor him. Yeah, there, there's something weirdly, oddly poetic about that because we talked about that many times. It feels like this is the last real go for it with this particular group and you know there'll be holdovers of course i mean it doesn't appear that justin verlander or Mike miguel cabrera are going anywhere but um as far as the the full thrust of uh, of this roster this star-laden roster you know 2017 feels like a, a year that's potentially gonna be a lot of changes and and now a change right at the top uh, what's the future here uh, the immediate future now for uh, just just how the tigers are run they're, they're going about their business we 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 talked uh, i remember in 2015 going into 2016 about it seemed like there was a, a kind of a change in command but then uh like i alluded to earlier they they went out and, and made the big signings they did and said oh now it's business as usual in detroit and, and uh mr i is, is still going after that world series crown but 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 yeah what's the future as, as far as the operations are concerned well one good piece of planning they did i think it was last year they, you know they, they kind of saw this this coming sometime yeah. at some point down the road that they had a statement and spelled out the succession plans and spelled out that, that Chris Illich was going to take over the day-to-day operation, you know, the, well, at least the, the ownership operations for the uh, Tigers and Red Wings, and that the intention was to keep the two franchises in the family and w- with him as a point man. Uh, now, how that affects the day-to-day operations of the Tigers remains to be seen. Um, I think I remember the, you know, the last ownership meetings, uh, Al Avila was there representing the Tigers, which was kind of a similar role to what Dave Dombrowski was doing uh, during his time. The difference being, of course, that Dombrowski had the titles of president and CEO in addition general manager, whereas Al is, is uh, GM but doesn't have that president and uh, or, or CEO titles. So as far as how the baseball operations and business operations mesh there. It'll be interesting to see how that, uh, how that plays out. I would imagine that uh, you're going to see Chris Olich being a little bit more active, but, but he's been active over the years in, um, 
in the baseball operations standpoint in business. He's been kind of hands-off, and he's been one traditionally to let baseball operations people handle baseball operations. He doesn't have that baseball background of Mike. He wasn't a minor league ball player or anything like that. But he's always been known as a very good businessman, uh, both in the athletic arenas and as far as the, the Ulch's various business interests. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how that meshes with how the, the baseball team is run. Uh, it's, it's, I guess from that standpoint, it's a little bit of a mystery. But as far as what Alavilla has been saying, and I imagine there's going to be more to be said, that uh, right now it's, it's, it's the show goes on. The show does go on. As you said, back uh, pitchers and catchers uh, reported officially on Monday as we record this. And, uh, um, yeah, this is tough news to get uh, just ahead of spring training and all the optimism, uh, of course, associated with, with spring training. But uh, uh, just take us into that room uh, first day on the job here in 2017. Well, it's a little bit different because this is the first spring with the uh, new facilities with a big renovation and, you know, with the uh, – New building out beyond right field with uh, new clubhouses, weight room. Um, the ballpark looks vastly different. They did a lot of work on it. Uh, you know, they have a lot more suites and a party area. But, but even with the, the stands look different, there's a little bit more uh, consistency, a little bit more of uh, traditional seating down the outfield lines. Uh, they widen the concourses, thank goodness, because that was getting very tight with the crowds that they were getting. And uh, it just, there, there's really, it, it's a different feel to it. It feels a little bit less like an old style ball, spring training ballpark and a little bit more like uh, one of these modern facilities. I don't know what that's going to mean as far as how the intimacy is, is going to be. Uh, hopefully it doesn't take too much away from that standpoint. But at the same time, I, I think, uh, you know, knowing uh, how, uh, how, Players have reacted to having a little more cramped clubhouses in the past. It was noted among guys I talked to today. You look at some of the photos that have come out from there. It looks bigger, the spring training clubhouse does, than, than what they have in the regular season back in Detroit. All right, we'll continue to check in with Jason Beck throughout spring training camp and throughout the regular season. I want to thank him for joining us. Thank you all for tuning in. And MLB.com Extras, Detroit Tigers edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.